Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Wallop and web snappers. My spider sense is tingling. Anybody else's spider sense tingling? Welcome to Walloping Web Snappers, a Spider-Man podcast where we dive into every Spider-Man cartoon ever made. I'm Derek. And I'm Doug. And is your spider sense tingling? It is, and it's feeling groovy. Groovy? Was groovy still happening in 81? (laughs) Was disco still happening in 81, period? (laughs) I don't know about that. Great question. (laughs) Yeah, to listen to this show, find us on 4 and wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. And we'd like to take a quick moment to thank our spectacular, spectacular, wow, why did it come out like that? Our spectacular patrons, Bo, Carl, Eric, Katie, and Jason. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that was, but sure. Oh my God, what's wrong? What is wrong with us tonight? We're just uh, uh, entranced by the hypnotic disco music of Mysterio. Yeah. that I'm pretty sure I don't think is really anything close to disco music. No. Really, it's more like a more like a jazzy kind of tune. Yeah. If, if I have to qualify it as anything, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I would say it's so. just whatever whatever standard jance mu- jance. Jesus Christ, what is wrong with me? Jance standard music. dance music. <laughs> jance music. John <laughs> John's John's music. Whatever. It's whatever whatever they had the Marvel Studios had in their stock of music. Oh yeah. The For one 100%. of one of what one of the three or maybe four tops musical cues that they have to use across <laughs> both Spider-Man shows and then like I pro- most many other shows that they produce too. So yeah. yeah. Um But I will say, <laughs> even though this show, generally speaking, doesn't frequently thrill me and this episode i wouldn't say thrilled me it does do some pretty cool stuff i wasn't expecting particularly with sound and the music and all that sort of stuff it does this is better than the last one oh Um, oh my god (laughs) it's still it's still a thing where it's like i really love the concept of this like in its mysterio episode like already that i feel like brings it up like many bars just because you have Mysterio there, like yeah, no for matter sure. what he does, you know, um, it is still one where it is just like, I think I just, we just have to kind of accept that this is a show that's always going to feel twice as long as it needed to be yeah. and will drag and will repeat beats. And, you know, you will be checking your watch about halfway through no matter how good the episode is. And even with the, with the, with a fun, you know, setup like this, it's, it's still happening here. So. Yep, that's all right. Yeah. We're calibrated, right? We know we know the show we're watching. I don't yeah. know that, that that makes it go by faster. It but. just makes it no. <laughs> it just makes know. it. At least you know when starting to watch it, it's sort of like I'm gonna be bored. I will have to do things to keep myself awake, and that's I've just let myself accept that. <laughs> I think I will say of the four that we've watched and I'm including next week's episode, this is the one that kept my attention the most, probably because it was doing kind of weird stuff. 
Sure. Um, yeah. So I, the, props to this one for, for you know, I, I, I criticized the show heavily a couple weeks ago for like not doing anything unique or ever feeling like it has a thing. I don't know uh, that this necessarily qualifies as it having a thing, but it was doing things that were outside of what I would expect from just like a normal superhero sure. cartoon. So for sure, let's uh, let's talk about what those things are. Yeah, yeah. So this episode, uh, like we've like like usual, it's available on Disney Plus if you want to watch along with us. Spider Man nineteen eighty one is the show we're talking about. Season one, episode seven, entitled "The Pied Piper of New York Town." I love which, that by the way, was <laughs> yeah. not. Uh, a title that sold me on um, me being excited. Like that title did not tell me I should be excited for this episode. <laughs> oh, I thought, cause it just sounds so bananas and weird and clunk and like also like so forced too. like, you really tried to make that sound like a fun, wacky title or, I or, fully pun or whatever it, it is. I don't know. I thought this was going to be like a weird, like very literal, like this villain is a Pied Piper sure. type of thing. And I was like that, Sounds very weird and not like a thing I'm going to be that into. (laughs) Yeah. But no, it's actually more interesting because, as the synopsis per Disney Plus says, Mysterio opens a nightclub (gasps) that turns its patrons into slaves. I mean. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's. Yeah. It's. 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 That's a pretty wild premise. Yeah. Yeah. The, original, the original air date was October 24th, 1981. Yeah, obviously we're talking about Mysterio. Uh, and this Mysterio is voiced by a guy named Michael Rye, who we've actually talked about twice already uh, on two different Spider-Man shows. So we talked about oh. him when we were talking about the 90s show way back, I think, in season one, episode six or something like that. Like very that early sounds, on. Yeah, that sounds uh, right. Yeah, as the voice of Dr. Stillwell. And he also voiced Magneto in an Amazing Friends episode that aired like a week after this one, which means they had two guys playing Magneto on episodes that were airing like a couple weeks apart. It's so funny. I mean, they were busy. They were just recording at the same time, didn't have time to bump one guy to from one booth to the other or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird when you realize they're both like yeah. part of the same actor pool. And they're yeah. both working on both of these shows, essentially. <laughs> yeah, like, it probably literally is just who's available oh. on the day that they feel like recording is all it is. I think I so. Think. I think the only exceptions really are when it's a character who shows up multiple times. And even then, as we'll talk about next week, uh, that's mm-hmm. not even the case all the time. Like, it, I think yeah. you're right. I think it's really just who's around. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, I mean, they mm-hmm. all just kind of sound like men talking. So. Yeah. You know, it's not. I, I don't notice they all when have they the change. Same background. <laughs> They're yep. all radio guys. <laughs> yep, they all just sound like old radio men going. So yeah. I'm going to get you, Spider Man. <laughs> like this is by 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 a wide margin not my favorite Mysterio, simply oh, no. because he is quite boring. But yeah. it's still Mysterio, so you know whatever. Yeah, and it's always fun to do a new Mysterio. I feel like Mysterio is easily in contention for the villain we've talked about across the most number of shows. I don't know yeah. that he's number one, um, but he's certainly up there. Yeah. Oh, so I guess he wasn't Mysterio in the Spidey Goes Hollywood episode of Amazing Friends. Like he didn't voice <laughs> I Mysterio. I don't think so. Then. I don't That's think so he was. Because <laughs> I feel like I like Mysterio in that episode. It's been a lot so long since I watched it though. But I feel like I liked Mysterio in that episode. I feel and like I, I feel remember like his we performance liked him. I think his performance was was better and not this 
you know, standard radio villain guy voice yeah. that they were doing for him. But but again, it's been so long since I watched it, I don't really remember. Yeah. Well, let's yeah, uh, let's get into this uh, this nightclub <laughs> yes. business that Mysterio <laughs> is getting all up into. Let's do it. <laughs> so this episode opens at Mysterio's Disco Palace. Yes, you heard that correctly. Mysterio's Disco Palace, which excited me immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this episode set me up to be very pumped and very excited. I don't know if it lived up to this opening scene, no. um, but, but uh, that was an exciting way to fun. start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, the the beginning of this episode rules. Like, yeah. I will say, <laughs> and I love that it basically starts in a way that we kind of have talked about Mysterio being in an old school way because it starts with showing this club and then the marquee underneath it advertising that Spider-Man is going to be a special guest star and no hyphen oh yeah that's true that's true that's how you know something's wrong here um but uh but you know we've covered a few things now where there is somebody trying to like con spider-man into being there for a public appearance and more than one of them have involved mysterio so like the moment i saw the marquee i was like i know what we're doing here and i was kind of excited to get like a new twist on that Mm -hmm. that spidey type of story so um we see that spider-man is being billed as a special guest star at mysterio's disco palace and we hear a couple of folks waiting in line talk about who this Mysterio guy is. And they just kind of dump a little bit of exposition on us right off the bat. So there's no like figuring out his backstory. It's just very straightforward. They say he used to be a Hollywood special effects man until an accident turned him into a Mysterio. (laughs) (laughs) All right, great. Thanks. Yeah. I kind of love that. Like all of this implies that Mysterio hasn't done at least public supervillainy stuff yet because it seems to have gotten this business completely legitimately like people are aware of it it's not like a secret underground nightclub there's like literal it's like on the new york strip like with like big you know hollywood lights outside yeah. of it and stuff like mysterio applied for a business license it seems got you know got it constructed it's, like paid, it's the kind had, of like, dance club workers. that has a fucking tv show filmed in it yeah, like it's like so Soul like, Train or one of those type of shows where it's like it is a dance club, but also like it's a TV show you can watch. <laughs> yeah, so it's just so funny to me that like all of this is totally legit, and like, I mean, Spider Man's not even not even sure that it's a you know necessarily a supervillain plot at first. It's just like I don't know if this if Mysterio yeah. is gonna is up to is up to anything good, but like we'll check it out. Like it, I, I know we haven't gotten there yet, but like it just I love that idea of like. Mysterio, this dude who wears a fucking bowl on his head and a cape and stuff. Like, there's so many iterations where he shows up and plays superhero and stuff. But I yeah. love this version of him where he like rolls out. He's not doing like he's not doing the fake superhero thing. He's just like rolling out to just like be a business owner, basically. Like, <laughs> that's you know that's what, that's what he that's like, his facade. <laughs> I feel like we've covered all these different versions of Mysterio, and they most frequently fall into one of two categories. One of which is the fake superhero, and the other is like doing the absolute most when you could just like use your abilities to get what you want right like coming up with like an entire like elaborate theme park uh horror fest in order to like get like (laughs) steal a a one thing or like get spider-man when like you had the ability to make that in the first place you know this kind of fits with that Mm -hmm. where it's like your plan is to create an entire nightclub and television show that is fully established and well known 
so that you can get Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you could have been very successful with just this. It sounds like you did everything right. People are very excited about this. Yeah. This like, could have just could have been just your career. Su- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It seems like it fits into your vibe yeah. too. Could have been your dream career, dude, but yeah. sure. Okay. You could have just had a nightclub. You could have just made a theme park and they all would have been <laughs> successful businesses. You could have just made a movie studio. Like <laughs> that's one of my favorite sort of Mysterio things. I didn't realize I liked about Mysterio until we started yeah. covering so many versions of him. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so as these folks are talking, Mysterio arrives at the entrance and promises the crowd uh, that yes, you will see Spider-Man, but not just that you'll see more than you've ever dreamed of. Um, <laughs> two, two, I have two, two notes about this. First yeah. of all, Mysterio's so tall in that Very. shot. Oh my god! Like when that lady is standing next to him, he's like seven feet tall. It's wild. Yeah. It's a freaking behemoth. But also, his exact line is is you know she's like, "Oh, we're gonna see Spider Man tonight," and he says, "Yes, my dear, you'll see a lot more tonight than you ever dreamed of," which comes off a little bit creepy. Like what it is does. It, is it, <laughs> what do it you kind of feels like? like <laughs> this is the place where you would go, and there's like a back room that like opens your eyes in ways you're not sure if you were ready before yeah. or ever wanted to have your eyes opened you know yeah. yeah or it's just you know becomes a sex club at night like that it's like any you know yeah I, 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 there's many ways you could read that um and she's excited about it when she hears that too so sure. i think she was there for she was there for the orgy man she was ready to go to that back room so yeah must have been really disappointing for what really happened yeah let's be real <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah yeah so the uh, the crowd rushes inside. Everyone's super excited, and they just immediately start dancing. It's just this. Um, I w- again wouldn't call it disco music, but ostensibly disco music with a disco ball and everything. <laughs> I wouldn't call um, it disco dancing either. <laughs> oh, absolutely not! It's just the standard Charlie Brown white dancing, people. perhaps. Yes, yes, Charlie Brown dancing. It's your standard animated white people dance back and mm-hmm. forth. Um, you know, a fun fact: this. The, the music that they use to be like the quote unquote disco music, which I've heard before. I think we've heard it on Amazing Friends. Whenever, whenever they have a party, they play this tune. But mm. this is just a random thing from IMDb. Um, an episode of Transformers also used this exact tune in an episode called Autobot where the same music also had a hypnotic effect oh. on the people dancing to it. Fascinating. So, very fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah it's just such a catchy tune i guess i i guess so it's not it's they not just, good i, I don't mean, like it i'll just say like they ripped everything cool about disco out of disco like it's yes. none of it's here there's <laughs> nothing about disco there's nothing outside of the literal disco ball that they show for a couple of seconds right <laughs> nothing about this reads as disco whatsoever it's just some yeah. like white people in suits charlie brown dancing to some blaring horn sounds basically and a little bit of guitar (laughs) there's a disco ball and peter parker average white college student is pretentious about disco that's about all that's accurate he is oh god yeah Yeah. i prefer the beatles fuck off dude shut up (laughs) yeah shut up everyone likes the beatles it means nothing (laughs) (laughs) he's like oh you're so special for liking the most popular band in the world that literally ever existed (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. Cool. Cool. You're just a patron of the arts, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so everybody's dancing. They're having fun. Mysterio's watching from some kind of control tower inside of the disco. This building, as we'll see, is just like a gigantic somehow, like skyscraper disco ba- disco building. Yeah. Um, and this it's tower just is part a sound of it. Stage. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. No, that makes sense actually. But yeah, he's in there. He's in- anticipating the arrival of Spider Man, who shows up. Like right outside and immediately is like is like uh, I feel like I'm probably walking into a trap if like a guy named Mysterio in a like a super villainy kind of outfit <laughs> is calling for Spider-Man to come to his brand new nightclub. This feels like a trap, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, unfor- unfortunately, a story already ran on the news advertising Spider-Man's guest spot. So he's like, but I have no choice, right? <laughs> of course. People are expecting so. me. Yeah, you don't want to disappoint the people. Risk your life yeah. to show up at a disco club. Or it could just be, you know, a marketing stunt and they're trying to get you to show up to get them some <laughs> some free business and free advertising. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, we can't sure, have actual buddy. disco, but maybe we could have Spider-Man. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so when Spider-Man gets inside, he says that his spider sense is going off like mad. Uh, which makes sense because Mysterio's there. And after he makes his way to the dance floor, Mysterio presses play on what he calls a special tune with a hypnotic beat that turns all the attendees into an army of loyal followers. So Mysterio instructs the army to destroy Spider-Man. So naturally Spider-Man's like, whoop, all right, there's the trap. And he leaves the dance floor and immediately goes to Mysterio's control tower to just take direct action with the guy that's very obviously in charge. (laughs) When he gets to the tower, however, he finds he can't get the door open. And so he's like, all right, you know what? This is not it. Um, I'm just going to get out of here before something worse can happen. And he tries to to thwip off before Mysterio's army can reach him. Yes. Yes, he does. Determined to not let Spider-Man escape, Mysterio begins uh, begins playing his hypnotic beat outside of the Disco Palace. And that actually affects the people that are on the street, too. So his whole loyal following has been expanded. And so when a number of nearby passer uh, passersby uh, begin, like, throwing stuff at Spider-Man, of course, they got to throw a tomato at him. You're just always mm-hmm. walking down New York at night holding a tomato just in case you can yeah. throw it at Spider-Man. That's how it always no goes. No baguette, though. No baguette. Yeah. Very no one disappointed wasted in any that. bread this time. No bread wasted. I do like the lady that's like, we've got to destroy him. <laughs> and then and then they replay that soundbite later yeah. on again, too. I love it. Like, she's just killing it, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he's like, okay, I have to I have to dip out. I have to be Peter Parker because they are specifically trained to be uh, to be going after Spider-Man. Here's my problem with this, though. There's a hypnotized building full of people, hypnotized street full of people, all under Mysterio's mind control, and Spider-Man's not, like, desperate to get out or whatever, like, to find a solution. He's just like, I really also have to study for my play rehearsal, so I'm going to head there. And then he just, like, goes to (laughs) rehearsal. So are these people just, like, trapped as Mysterio's slaves now? Like, he's not worried at all. Yeah, so this was such a swerve, the fact that, like, the next thing he does is just like go back to regular life stuff. I was really yeah. thrown off by that and regular life stuff that we almost never see Peter Parker be a part of. So it was like really funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, I my guess and I think how I would headcanon it is like we see throughout the episode that people are pretty easily like knocked into or out of hypnosis based on like That's pretty true. simple barriers. Um, and so it doesn't seem to be like super permanent. I'm guessing that once Spider-Man is gone... Mysterio probably just lets them 
like back to doing whatever they're doing. They're probably just roaming around confused like what just happened for the last 10 minutes. Sure. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's the best way to rationalize it. I just I do think it's it seems to be a trend with this show because oh, I feel like sure. you go to like last week where it's just like Mysterio stole all the satellites and classes are going on as usual. No one's worried. And then like next week, there's a little bit of that, too, where it's like these like major things will happen and everybody's just like. Well, time to go to school. And it's like, are you guys going to deal with like the catastrophe that just happened right now? No? Oh, okay. <laughs> this, to me, at least feels funny. Like, if, I feel like if yeah, you were to funny. adapt this in a particular way, it would you could very easily like make it comedic, right? Um, where people mm-hmm. wake up from their stupor and are just like, what the fuck just happened? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, um, whereas yeah. I oh, feel we like that really would be way that. harder to do with with last week's weird space shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like wow, we were we were just so entranced by that beat. We were just dancing until we fr- we just re- literally danced the night away. We all yeah. need to remember what happened. The party yeah. was that good. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh the next day Peter is in play practice like we uh, like we referenced and he's like frustrating the director by just fucking up repeatedly at this rehearsal. Um he's just and he's like trips like I, I don't know, un- Peter. You've got super agility. Like, why are you faking it right now? I don't understand. This show has Peter right, fall what? a lot. They keep having him be clumsy for like what seems to be no reason. Like, I understand when Peter fakes being clumsy to throw people off, but like, it seems like Peter Parker is just legitimately clumsy. Which your spider powers aren't turned off right now, dude. I yeah. don't understand. Whatever. Yeah, you're not um, Jessica Drew. You're not even selling it. <laughs> I know he's not even selling it. He's just also just like falls flat on his face. Like, okay, man. And then we, I mean, by the, I do, I do like, like the way this episode ends. Like the final joke is like, after all this, like he barely had a part in this play anyway. So how is he even fucking up? Like that was good. Online? I don't understand. That was good. That yeah. felt like a really good payoff for the big, what the yeah. fuck moment of him being in the play at all. Yeah. So I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, so it it like retroactively makes this stuff better in my opinion. Like watching it, yeah. at, you know, originally it's just kind of annoying, but like when you know what the end joke is and the payoff of it is, it is very funny to see how like frustrating Peter is and how bad <laughs> he is at playing this part for something that ultimately is actually very very simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> the other wrinkle here is that Mysterio just decided to show up at the office of ESU's principal. <laughs> yeah. and uh he he hypnotizes the dean of the college that peter's going to just coincidentally decided to go to the mm-hmm. college and hypnotize students just happened to do it for a moment i was like does he know who peter is but no it's just purely coincidence <laughs> well it's never clarified because he's just like i'm gonna build my mind-controlled army but it's like so why was the first place you went <laughs> a college campus like i'm sure there are places where why did you go to like a military base or something i don't know like just just thinking more practically so he shows up he hypnotizes the dean which you know we'll see in a second why but to compound the director's frustration mysterio begins playing the music that uh, is accompanied by his hypnotic beat across all of campus because he was able to get get through from the Dean to get access to do this. So moments later, everyone on campus is part of Mysterio's army. But fortunately, fortunately, if you're wondering why <laughs> at the beginning of the episode, Spider-Man wasn't hypnotized. And I was, Peter, yeah, I was very confused. Um, I was thinking like, Oh, is his beat like specifically, you know, aimed to do everyone, but Spider-Man cause he wants them to kill him or whatever. Cause it's, I don't know, complicated, but no, Peter explains it away by saying, luckily 
My spider nervous system isn't affected by Mysterio's hypnotic beat. So I'm the only one unaffected, of course. Of course. Spider nervous system. Spider nervous system. Which is interesting because I would venture to guess that they don't even have a nervous system as we understand it. They probably just have like a bundle of nerves. But okay. Sure, Sure, Peter. (laughs) If anything, I mean, I don't know this to be true, but I would expect them to be like more affected by sound and vibrations and stuff. But who knows? It feels in the same league of like shallow spider breath where it's like, I mean, do spiders even breathe? I don't know. But I guess that's just part of his powers. It's just like a general, general endurance like thing across the board, you know? Yeah. He's resistant to things, basically. Just as a high resistance. When they need when they need him to be, he's resistant to things. Yeah, he has spider specific <laughs> plot armor. Like, there you go. You know? There you go. Exactly. So recognizing an opportunity to gather some information because he is the only one unaffected, Peter does not suit up as Spider-Man. He even says, I could probably figure more out here as Peter Parker. I do like this about this episode. I think it's fun that he feels like he is forced to be in a position where he can't be Spider-Man and then kind of embraces mm-hmm. like, oh, this could actually be a benefit to me. I think that is nice and not something I would have expected from this show. So props there. Yeah. Instead of suiting up, he throws on a very cool pair of sunglasses to complement his, like, gladiatorial costume or whatever, his, like, Roman soldier costume. And just like a Roman centurion kind of thing. Yes, exactly. That's perfect description. Um, Yeah, that's what he's wearing and some sunglasses. And then he follows Mysterio's hypnotized army. And I would love to point out that no member of... Mysterio's army is doing like a zombie or Frankenstein walk, but Peter is. But Peter is. <laughs> Take me to your leader. Like uh-huh. that's an alien thing. That's yeah. not even a zombie or Frankenstein. Like full thing. arms out, like shambling around. <laughs> like what are you doing? You're so embarrassing. Uh, that should have been how Mysterio figured out who Spider-Man was. Yeah, it's like what is with that guy? What is with the Roman centurion in sunglasses <laughs> <laughs> pretending to be a zombie alien? Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Fucking square over here. <laughs> <laughs> but he is following along because he's very worried that if he doesn't figure out some sort of information, Mysterio is going to control the whole city, which is a valid concern. That is legitimately what Mysterio is trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I like this I like this little mini subplot yeah at the daily bugle J. jonah jameson is like like there haven't been a, a good good enough crimes for me to to take good news there needs to be better crimes happening oh right my now god <laughs> what an asshole we'll get into <laughs> more i think next week but this J. Oh, jonah jameson yeah. is a legitimately horrible person <laughs> he, he has he has Exactly one redeeming quality, which is the end of this episode, I think. Other than that, yeah, he is he is a fully like irredeemable monster in this show. <laughs> like genuine bad person. <laughs> genuine terrible person. Yeah, we don't really see it in this one as much, but next week is really bad. But this the fact that it's just sort of like there need to be better crimes, yeah. more interesting crimes, so I can sell more newspapers. It's like Yeah, that's funny. God, that dude. that could fit into other versions of Jonah too. Yeah, yeah. But he opens a window to see, like, why everything is so quiet. And then, of course, that means he's going to hear Mysterio's tune, since that's just playing, very blaring across the city. Um, and so he's like, you know, he becomes mind-controlled. And since, every, you know, these the mind-controlled people are instructed to just, like, keep walking, essentially, he's like, okay, I have to walk 
onto this ledge and walk along the ledge on the side of a building that's like at least a dozen stories up, mm-hmm. if not higher, which is terrifying. I That's a great, that is a, such a great like wrinkle to this story. Oh, I love it. I think it's great. I think it's really, really good. Um, and it's worth noting that Mysterio is basically like using a van uh, with like speakers on it to drive through the city. And that's like what people are following. So like the Pied mm-hmm. Piper aspect is that they're all following this like van. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> funny to me. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's funny too. It reminds me a lot of, of the novel wanderers because at a mm. certain point it is just yeah. people essentially sleepwalking, oh, shit. but in this case under mind control, just aimlessly wherever they have to go, regardless of like what might be in their way, which is how you have Jonah just like walking along a ledge, you know, because yeah. it just has to just keep walking forward to wherever they're supposed to go. Yeah, I like it. I like mm-hmm. that. I like the the repercussions of this. Mm-hmm. So feeling like he's gathered, I guess, enough information about what's going on, uh, Peter decides, I'm going to take the opportunity to change out of my theater costume here and into my Spider-Man stuff in this open manhole, of course. Uh, so he changes in this uh, in the sewer and thwips into action just in time to catch Jameson from falling from the building. He returns him to his office and he webs the window shut, which completely breaks the spell from Jonah. It is interesting to me that they don't use Jameson falling as the reason he suits up. He just happens to also be suiting up in the moment and then is like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very funny. Like, that would it's have been a perfect funny. opportunity for him to just be like, oh, shoot, I got to be Spider-Man now. Well, also, like he. I think it it could have been fun if since people are already mind controlled and stuff like he also could have just saved him as Peter Parker because everyone around was mind controlled. Like that would have been fun to see, especially given the bizarre outfit that he's wearing and like the Centurion costume to see Centurion Peter Parker swing in to save Jonah. And then after Jonah's like broke, the spell is broken or something Mm -hmm. being very confused. Like Peter, what are you doing here? Why are you dressed like that? Yeah. That That feels like almost it, it almost feels like obviously the thing they would do from any series from Spectacular forward. You know what I mean? Like I could mm-hmm. see Spectacular doing something like that. I could see uh, Ultimate or 2017 doing something like that where they recognize like, yeah. oh, this is an opportunity for us to like have him be out mm-hmm. and about and not have very many repercussions at all. Yeah. 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 And, and to have some fun absurdity out of it, too. Mm hmm. But nope, he's Spider-Man now. Yeah. <laughs> Least interesting route to take for that, mm-hmm. but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so now that he is spidied up, he arrives at a bank where Mysterio is instructing his army from that van that they've been following around. Uh, but when Spider-Man investigates this van, he finds out it's actually completely empty except for a bunch of computers and speakers. So it's being controlled entirely remotely. So where Mysterio is, uh, is in fact a mystery. So the speakers begin playing a jazzy tune, which is, I guess, specifically written for Spider-Man. I guess it is a, a, a perfect tune for just Spider-Man's specific vibrations. Specific and, uh, spider nervous system. <laughs> yeah. And it it kind of works. It doesn't seem to work in the exact same way, but it does paralyze Spider-Man. He doesn't seem to be able to move. I don't know if that's the intended effect or if that's just what the mind control uh, that Mysterio is... Uh, imposing on him is is doing but of course mysterio is then like all right destroy spider-man and here's how we're gonna do it we're gonna lock him into a vault that we're gonna steal all the shit out of and we're just gonna leave him there to die slowly jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) Uh and since you're all mind control none of you will know that he's in there i guess (laughs) i guess so 
God damn. <laughs> I do like, I think there's like maybe a commercial break in there. So he's like, destroy Spider-Man. And then when you come back, he's like, throw him in a vault. And I'm like, I thought yeah. you were going to kill him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, okay. <laughs> it's a much crueler way to die. Okay. Yeah. I, didn't really I mean, I guess he would die eventually. That, but... Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, because he's in this vault and not hearing the music, uh, he's going to wake up, right? Like, he's broken out of the hypnosis. So Spider-Man's awake, um, kind of gets his bearings. He figures out what ha- what, ha- what happened and where he is. He begins to wonder how he's going to escape before his spider breath runs out. Like you said, it's just, like, slightly better everything. So it's like he just... I guess can hold his breath longer or like won't suffocate as fast is basically all it is. It's the same thing as when he's underwater, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Jessica drew has it too. Like she's the one who I think coined shallow spider breath specifically. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) Spider breath. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So back at the daily bugle, uh, Jameson receives a tip about the events at the bank and here's that Spider-Man is involved. So he's like, I got to get there because maybe I can catch Spider-Man doing some dumb shit uh, and ruin his reputation. You know, his his favorite thing to do. Before he can arrive, however, Spider-Man musters the strength to bust out of the vault. So really a big fail on Mysterio's part because Spider-Man didn't have to do literally anything special to get out. He just was strong enough. And uh, Jameson ends up not making it to the bank at all. So never would have caught Spider-Man. Instead, he runs into Mysterio's van and becomes hypnotized all over again. So, okay. Cool. The, I, this was the point when I was like, okay, this episode is running a little too long. When he gets hypnotized again. <laughs> right, because it's then, not like an ongoing gag, right? It's not like yeah. part of the fun of the episode. It's just like you already resolved this and then realized like, Oh, we kind of need more stuff going on. So like, let's keep Jameson around, but we don't really need him around. So I guess we'll just hypnotize him (laughs) again. Yeah. Yeah. This, and then the cut to a nuclear missile base right after doing that, which is such a swerve. That's what I'm just sort of like, okay, they really, they, again, as usual, they just ran out of whatever their story was. And then basically wrote a new story at the end of this episode. But I will (laughs) say what I like about it. The thing that I do think works to a degree is that the episode at least builds its stakes. Right. So like, they do go from like we're like I'm mind controlling a discotheque um, and luring Spider-Man in, which is very much like the scope of one building to then like I'm going to extend that to the whole city so that Spider-Man has no way to escape to realizing like, wait a second, if I fucking mind control the army, like I can have nucle- like a nuclear arsenal and basically control the world. So like, I don't know that they do it as smoothly as they should. I know that they don't do it as smoothly as they should, but I appreciate that this series, which sometimes like stays at the same level or like fluctuates Mm -hmm. wildly in like it stakes or just never has stakes at all. I like that there is some sort of like build in Mysterio's plan. That's a good point. That is a very good point actually. Yeah. Yeah, it could be yeah. executed better, but I do, I do think sure somebody here who was writing this was fundamentally a better writer uh, than a lot of the episodes of this series we've covered so far. Yeah, it's a, it's well, it's a very like clear like th- like three acts to it, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Like this this is sort of the third act es- escalation, and we really don't ever see that on this show, which is weird because it's very basic. But yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I appreciate that that's there. Yeah. So it is wild that they just cut to a nuclear base, but sure, I'll take it, right? <laughs> yeah. I did think for a second, did you think the same thing? 
I thought this was going to be another fucking space rocket. And I was like, this show needs to stop. Like, one, yeah. it's tired. And two, you never actually are doing the space episode you keep teasing. So I was, like, pissed for a second before I realized, like, yeah. oh, they're just raising the stakes. How fucking wild would that have been if suddenly Spider-Man got sent to space somehow? Like, I don't. Like, what? This episode, <laughs> I'm, it, you know, I, I had a little bit more faith in this episode because it was at least embracing a little bit of wacky. Not a lot, but a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, yeah. So... But that I just I don't know if that, I don't know if I could have recovered from that if they sent him into no. space in this episode. <laughs> I just don't think I could have done it. <laughs> Not again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they're at this nuclear missile base, right? And so uh-huh. Mysterio is like, well, I guess they're not there yet. We cut to the nuclear missile base, and they know that Mysterio is coming. I guess. And so they're like, shoot, Mysterio's coming, and he's doing some weird shit. And so like, lock everything down, which basically just means like put the nuclear missile away, I guess. I don't know how nuclear missiles are stored, but I don't think out in the open. Um, Yeah, I think it seems a little dangerous, but I would think so. I don't know. I don't work on them. I could be wrong. Maybe they Mm got to be aired out sometimes. Who knows? (laughs) Have we aired out the nuclear missiles this week, you guys? I know the radiation's feeling a little stuffy, you know. Carl, Sandra, was that you this week? Oh, Sandra's not here this week? Shit. I didn't get coverage. Anyway. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, anyway, uh, this is happening, and somebody from the base makes a distress call that I guess Spider-Man hears over a radio. Don't really know how that works. Don't really care. Uh, It's how he gets to the base, right? We got to get him there somehow, and that's how they get him there. Yes, yes. So... Spider-Man's there. Mysterio has a pretty headstrong or head. Oh my God. Mysterio has a pretty strong head start on (laughs) Spidey though. So uh, his van arrives with his army of hypnotized people to the missile base and hypnotizes the actual army, which is like, okay, you know what? When you were at the college campus, that's exactly what I said you should do. And you Mm -hmm. did it. So points to you, Mysterio. You're thinking more practically than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got the army under his belt. Now Jameson marches with the general straight towards the missile launch launching room very clearly labeled top secret keep out i love that there's like 12 signs posted around the door that are like basically like a six-year-old kid's bedroom signs right. you know also within like an army base that's already <laughs> gonna be off limits to anyone uh-huh. who isn't top personnel yeah. it's like it's literally an army base with like a nuclear missiles there like yeah i don't I feel like everybody who's in the building probably has clearance to whatever this room is, but okay. <laughs> but this next thing is like funny to me because it feels like the most characteristic move that this show makes this thing with like the password. Cause basically like they oh, yeah. get to the room and they're like, let us in. And there's a guy who hasn't heard the song yet. So he's not hypnotized. And he's like, I'm so sorry, general. I can't let you in. You know that you need a password. Right. And so you're like, Oh, what an interesting wrinkle. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting a twist like that. And then mm-hmm. the general just keeps being like, let me in. And so the, the, the guy who's trying to enforce <laughs> the rules is like, all right, well, I guess if you say so. And then like nothing, it didn't matter. It never it's mattered. So <laughs> it's so stupid. It's, it's like, good God, how wildly 
like bad at your job <laughs> are you, man? It's, like you just have to ask him three times, and yeah. it's sort of like, well, I guess I gotta let you in. Yeah. You're my boss. <laughs> I feel like it's a thing that this show thinks they're doing as a type of humor, but it's never funny. And I wish no, I could think of the exact funny. example I'm thinking of, but I know recently, like I feel like just within the past two weeks, we talked about an example just like this, mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, interesting wrinkle, and then I think they thought they were making a funny, and it's just not. It's just a guy who's really horrible at his job. <laughs> Yeah. In a not funny way, in like a purely straight way. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. It's very funny. Like, but then I of mean, course, it's, not, it's, it's very funny how not funny it is. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like absurd how not funny it is. Um, yeah. But then of course, because he opens the door, this is a thing that I am, I appreciate is like pretty consistent through the episode. The moment he opens the door and hears the song, he becomes hypnotized. So like, I like... Yeah. I like the danger that the, that this episode sort of poses um, in the fact that like it's almost it's almost like like there's an infection going around and like people just need yeah. to avoid exposure. But the mm-hmm. infection is like this song, right? Yeah, it does feel a little closer to like a zombie story. Yeah, 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 yeah. With that, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. <laughs> so with everybody at the missile base hypnotized, Mysterio declares that no one could ever stop me now, which of course is a classic villain mistake because the moment he says that Spider-Man arrives uh, just as he's saying it. So Mysterio mm-hmm. orders all of his hypnotized followers to destroy Spider-Man, which is a much greater threat now that he has the army on his side. And uh, all of his followers are like, yeah, let's do it. Let's destroy Spider-Man. And they like take a step in the direction of Spider-Man. And then Spider-Man's like, <laughs> Too bad. I figured it out. And he stops the hypnotic beat. You'll never guess how. By covering the speakers uh, with web webbing. With webbing. Webbing stops it. Magic webbing stops the hypno music. <laughs> we were we were doing well, I thought, until this moment. Well, Dag- and then I was very remember, annoyed. <laughs> remember that the webbing is rubber-based. Oh, that's right. Rubber, so, um, lead, and not magnetized ever. Yeah. So, of course, that would stop. I think what's extra funny, too, is that, like, it's not even, like, goopy webbing. No. It's, like, they draw, like, thin, like, a thin, like, you know, s- thin strands of, like, an actual spider yeah. web over it. So, it's, it's not like actually. It's a rope net, actually, like, gaping holes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not actually covering it all. And it's, like, that was my secret weapon all along. My yeah. webbing that I always use that I didn't change whatsoever. Yeah, this is honestly my least favorite thing about the episode. It it's like genuinely bad. bummed me out because they were doing this sort of build up and there was this sort of mm-hmm. actual present danger. I was like kind of uh, saying I was high on this episode was pretty strong. Context matters. <laughs> but like I was yeah. impressed that this show wasn't uh, doing an episode that was like just an absolute goddamn shit show. And then this happened and I was like, oh, no, like you just you gave up. You gave up. Really? You gave had up, something going here and you fully gave up. <laughs> yeah yeah i i do like the little exchange when jameson and the general are broken out of the hypnosis you know when once when when the web stops all of it from happening yeah um and the the general's like who are you and jameson like sees spider-man i think on the screen so it's like who are you spider-man and the general's like you're spider-man like to jay joe to jameson the person that most likely in the world uh-huh. would not be spider-man and jameson is to be like no i'm not spider-man like it's very fun the general's a fucking idiot i love it yeah it's great it's great they were made for each other for sure yeah <laughs> so out, here's guys. the thing that also was so I, I he stops the music with his webbing which pissed me off right And then this annoyed me. This is fully where I was like, oh, you legitimately gave up. Like, you fully gave up on this episode. 
uh, they don't do anything else at the base. It's just like, oh, yeah. we stop the music at the base. We don't even see anything happen. Like Mysterio, like we don't even really see much of a reaction. We don't, see, other than the joke, which was a good joke. Like we don't really see anything else. It just cuts back to the Disco Palace, and Mysterio and Spider Man are just both there. Like there is like, clearly how did something missing. Get away! Yeah. The entire army sh- should be pissed at him, right? Like, why? How? How did Mysterio leave? <laughs> so, I, I think what the the episode is trying to communicate is that Mysterio was never anywhere but the club because he was never oh, in sure. the van. But I still feel like something's missing between the point where Spider Man foils Mysterio's like nuclear army plan and like freeze thousands of people from like the hypnotic clutches of Mysterio and then they just go to like a one-on-one fight in the club. Like that doesn't feel like yeah. a natural progression to me. <laughs> Especially yeah, no, cuz we no, don't really right. see Spider-Man go back. Like I think you could play with that because there's a sort of like, oh, we kind of had a climactic moment but we haven't actually resolved the villain part of things. Like you could have right. played with it, but I I think because it is immediately preceded by such a a half-assed solution to the problem, it feels fully like they were just like, oh, we're running out of time. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Well, and here's the thing, too, is if it was a thing where it's sort of like, oh, we have a really cool idea for a fight sequence, at, but it has to be at the Disco Palace. Like, Fine. I could have I forgiven it, you know? But then the fight sequence that they have there, it doesn't utilize the location very well anyway, and it's also just a really bad Spider-Man Mysterio fight that like sucks anyway. So. Okay, yes. It is not a great <laughs> Spider-Man Mysterio fight, but this is where I will bring up something that I should have brought up earlier because it happened earlier as well. The, uh-huh. the thing I do like about this fight, or it's not really the fight itself, but what I do like about these sequences is this is where they play with sound in a way that I would That's not true. expect a, a TV show like this to do. So like That's true. back when Spider-Man was in the, the bank vault... He wasn't affected by anything really, um, and they really stressed that because I know they said it was like his ability or whatever, but they set up this moment, I feel like, really, really well, where like the inside of the bank vault is silent, silent. There is no music. It is just his voice echoing in this empty vault. And that was really interesting to me. I was like, oh, what a choice, right? What an interesting thing that they're doing. I don't know why they did it, but what a neat thing to do. I think it's actually kind of cool they did it earlier because then they do it again in this fight where Mysterio is trying to use his disco beats like different versions. And we know that at least one of them works on Spider-Man. So there is a threat to Spider-Man. The solution again sucks. Mm. Spider-Man is too easily able to like stop it. But I do love that when he does the music of the episode stops like it's weird That's and it's true. jarring and it's not necessarily what you want, but it's compelling, I think. Yeah, well, especially for a show like this that is like the score is like constantly happening. Like yeah, there's yeah. always music playing throughout, which is wild to me because again, there's like four music cues that the show ever has. So it gets mm-hmm. a little repetitive, but the the show is almost never without music playing at some point. Yeah. So that's a good point. When whenever there's silence, it is very striking. Yeah. So I don't necessarily love the fight. It's by no means the most inspired Mysterio fight. I don't know if it's necessarily the worst because he does do a couple tricks. Um, yeah. But I don't remember each one of them. If we were to actually rank them, this might still end up at the bottom. Um, yeah. Because he does, I guess, like one trick, right? Like his whole thing in yeah. this episode is like the music, not his illusions or anything. Yeah. Yeah. 
to use this one set of uh, right. um, uh, one trick. illusions in this. Yeah, yeah. one trick. <laughs> yeah. And ultimately, like, the reason he has to use that trick is because Spider-Man uses the music against Mysterio. Again, could have been compelling, but they do it all so fast. It, mm-hmm. it It's not satisfying. He basically just, like, speeds up a record so that it's high-pitched enough to break this unbreakable glass or whatever. I don't care about the yeah. science. I like the theme of using. Cool the, idea. Yeah. Yeah. I like thematically the poetry of using the weapon against him. I think is cool. They just, they run through it. Um, and yeah. so it's over before you realize what happened. Um, this mm-hmm. is why Mysterio needs to use his holograms because now he actually has to face Spider-Man head to head and classic trick. You can't hit me if you can't figure out which one is me. Yes. Yes. So a few things. Uh, this final bit of the fight sequence when Spidey's like quote unquote fighting the holograms, he's yelling the entire time, like more than ever. Like it literally was like, again, I cannot ever for the life of me remember that this, this, the, the voice actor for the Spider-Man, but he is like in the booth, like backed away from his mic, just yelling the entire time. It sounds like it's so weird. Like it's so intense. And I'm like. I don't like. I feel like you fought way more intense villains that did not have the emotion and screaming that you're trying to put in in this fight sequence. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Also, one of his quips. I don't even remember what it's in response to, but it's. I don't know. I think it's Mysterio just being like, "You can't find me because I'm everywhere." And Spidey just says, "Mister." you're nowhere and like that's his big quip before he like defeats Bad. mysterio like yeah nice one spider-man okay Bad. sure that what does that even mean i don't know <laughs> yeah part parts of the structure of this episode parts of the plotting are fundamentally like better writing than the previous two weeks we've covered but the dialogue is no better they do not have <laughs> a good dialogue writer or like a a jokes writer uh that's doing yeah. a great job here <laughs> yeah. yeah sorry entire team of writers <laughs> pretty bad pretty bad yeah but uh but yeah so you know this this mini fight sequence is happening it's not very long with mysterio and his holograms trying to fuck with spider-man spidey's able to suss out the real one by dropping a lightning rig on all of them um which somehow exposes mysterio i don't know i just know that when it happens there's like a funny weird sound bite mysterio is just like hey and then it like cuts off (laughs) like when he's hit by the rig it's really weird but that's that's like the final words of Mysterio is hey hey forget me rig yeah what's funny to me about him. this and I guess it makes sense if all of his holograms are just mirroring his movements but I love that sure. like basically it's like um it's like a grid it's like um I don't know I don't know how else to describe it other than like a grid that you would hang lights on and Spider Man mm-hmm. drops it on him with the idea that like well it's only gonna hit the one that that's actually physically there right. But makes sense yeah. because there's a bunch of them. The idea is that it will like squeeze around Mysterio. It squeezes around all of them. Like all of them act as though it has squeezed around them before they like poof away. And for some reason that tickled me. This idea that even though they're holograms, they're all like, oh, you got me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of an anticlimax, though, I will say. I mean... Uh-huh. This show is good for nothing if not an anticlimax. So. Yeah. It it oh, which is a bummer when you're building. Like they they built uh-huh. it up. You know, they really left us yep. unsatisfied here. There is there is a trajectory and that definitely uh yeah. just takes a nosedive right at the but end. But combat is not something this show does well. I don't think no. we've ever seen no. the show do combat especially well. 
I mean, um, even in, in all fairness, neither does Amazing Friends. Like, this is just this era of of animation, right? right and the for slow sure. pace of it. Like, fight for scenes sure. is good, but Amazing Friends just makes up. It for does it. help when you have everything else. Multiple does. people in the scene fighting, though. You at yeah, least have more to look it at. Does. It does. It but we did. You're right. Does. We were. We had pretty strong words about the way they do their action in that show too. Hmm. So, uh, so yeah, police precinct, Spider-Man drops off Mysterio in, in there, uh, but it's in the middle of a rainstorm, which means that when he returns to the manhole where his costume is being stored, it's like flooded. So his costume is very wet and it's raining outside. So by the time he changes back and returns to ESU in time for the play, when you see him on stage, his costume is still like dripping wet. Like I guess he <laughs> literally put it on and ran on stage, which is very, I think it's a funny detail because yeah. it's not commented on at all. He just goes out and says his lines while water is just dripping all, all off of him and like, all off of yeah. him. Like it's very absurd, but very funny. The other thing that's very funny about this that I really like is a Jameson's there watching this play. He went to yeah. see, his his like his freelance photographer's college play like and is seated right next to Aunt May like I think that's very cute like it's very very funny yeah, yeah I, I, I love think there that. are certain things you could pull from it one you could very easily pull that Jonah and Aunt May are sort of on a date um, Ooh, or it yeah. could be simply that like Jameson was invited perhaps by Aunt May just like as a guest not necessarily a yeah. date and Jameson is not rude enough to someone like aunt may to say no i think that's fun too i think there's also a reading of it where it's just like i don't know like somehow like it's a like every once in a while we see like a sweet side of jonah yeah and you don't know why those sweet bits are there and i like the fact that you could wonder like why is this the thing why is this of all things like what's your connection to is it because it's the theater and i feel like we've seen versions of jonah in the theater Mm. before whether he appreciates it or not like it's a setting that i think could be fun for aj jonah jameson like i think there's a lot of things there's a lot of fun um rationale for why he might end up being at peter parker's college play yeah it's it's very funny the capper onto all of it though is that we see Peter saying one line. I think it's just like, I don't know, good night, good people or something like just like four words. And apparently that is, is his only line in the entire show. And it's like the end of the show. And so Jameson is just like, I came, <laughs> I came all the way out here in the rain for just one line, <laughs> which is honestly kind of hysterical. I love that. Um, I love it. I love it. It's very funny. Like we referenced yeah. it earlier, but it's like it's such a nice capper to this like through line. Like mm-hmm. I feel like all the Peter Parker like subplots in this show are usually kind of nothing plots or it's just like, oh, no, Peter got you know stood someone up on a date or like messed up, a messed up a favor that someone asked him to do or something like that. But like yeah. I love that this one, it is ultimately for a joke that makes the entire storyline like kind of ridiculous in retrospect that he cared so much about play rehearsal for this one line. Yeah. Um, like it's it's a great payoff to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's very funny <laughs> so good <laughs> yeah and then peter like sneezes during the ovation and that gets jj to start clapping for him <laughs> so, like, i don't know because something happened on stage i guess I or guess. he's just like happy like okay well i you know what i'm not the only one suffering right now i guess yeah. because peter did this while he had a cold so yay. yeah at least i get to see my <laughs> punching bag uh you know suffer with a cold i guess <laughs> i guess i don't know it's silly but whatever it's it's, yeah. it's a funny weird little ending I, 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 yeah it made me chuckle like even it. if it doesn't really make a ton of sense i like it yeah i do too i do too 
a couple faces of the episode with this. I like the TV reflection in Mysterio's like fishbowl head when he's watching all of the people dance before he starts mind controlling them. It looks kind of weird because like they don't really do reflections very well. Like there's they a do couple of moments. <laughs> yes, there's a couple of moments. Yeah, I was very much understating that. There's a couple of moments of, of reflection in Mysterio's bowl like throughout this episode and they literally do just like draw whatever he's looking at onto his bowl like there's no effect or anything it looks like cutouts Um, it looks like yeah it does they're windows in like physical windows into the dome and inside there are tiny ladies inside of a regular size guy (laughs) yes yes (laughs) that's exactly what it looks like yeah it's it's very it's like so bad that i love it (laughs) yeah it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. I almost want to like try to carve a pumpkin of this exact face of the episode. Yeah. 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 You could. It's not, you it's su- not a very elaborate drawing. Oh, no, you like, super could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's totally doable. I love that idea. <laughs> the other one I pulled, it, there's like a couple of shots during Peter's play rehearsal where they just draw him with just the most plump sensual lips that you've ever seen on a mm-hmm. Peter Parker. It's, this, it, it's very odd. <laughs> this show likes lips. I've noticed. This show really does. There have been a couple character models where it's like, oh, damn, lips. Like, look at them, you know? Um, Yeah. It always throws me off, though, with Peter because then I'm like, wait, am I looking at the right character? Is this a different person? Because he doesn't always have them. He looks like a completely different person in this shot. Like, they add extra wrinkles and stuff to him, too. Like, he really doesn't look like Peter Parker at all, which makes it funny. (laughs) Can I say something wild, Derek? What? I don't like this show, but I like this episode. I think this is uh, mostly pretty good in context. In context, yeah. I mean, this is the one that I was referring to that I had seen before that I was like, I think that we'll have some good things to say about it. Um, And, you know, we do. It still suffers from the same problem of like just having way too little story for how long it is being paced like atrociously, so slow, repeating beats, uh, bad action, but... I feel like the plot, I, like the 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 kernel of story, yeah. uh, and the idea they had is is so fun, and like the theme of music and sound carries out throughout it. Like they do some fun things with mm-hmm. it. The fact that they set up a joke like halfway through the episode and give us the punchline at the end, like it's mm-hmm. it's. I think this episode just very clearly has more forethought than the vast majority, if not every other episode of the show that we've watched. It doesn't, um, yeah, it doesn't feel like, feel like they were writing every scene, like, one yeah. at a time without having any idea what was coming yes. after it. The Sandman episode? Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like this episode is the one that could most easily be adapted nearly one for one into a contemporary show and just be better by the nature of, like, making shows better, you know? Sure, um, yeah. Like, I feel like this plot could work, and I feel like it could work pretty compellingly because i i like the stakes and i like the tension building they would just need to rewrite the ending of it and then i think it would actually work really really well Mm -hmm. yeah i mean you wouldn't even really need to necessarily rewrite the ending so much as just like have a as long as you have a cooler fight sequence at the disco palace at the end yeah i guess i should say rewrite the solution to um yes oh not being vulnerable to the music they just they truly either couldn't figure out a solution or just didn't care to come up with a solution. Cause like if you're going to make it Mysterio actually dangerous to Spider-Man when Spider-Man didn't think he could be affected, like you pay that off, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So I, yeah. I like the I, I think I liked this one at the top of the episode more than you did. And I think I like it even more than I did at the top of this episode. So, um, yeah, I like it more talking about it because a lot of the thematic stuff I wasn't really thinking about. But, yeah, it, it's it's a lot more of a cohesive episode than I thought of going into it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Still yeah. has all those talking problems. About it you made said, me like it. Yeah. Come on. But, but, come on, 81. Come on. You can do this. Yeah. I believe in you. I don't believe I in them. Don't, I don't. I really don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's, I think that I, I know that there are still some fun ones in the future, the near future, the next handful. I, I don't really know what to expect, <laughs> um, but I I know that there's like a couple down the line. There's one I have seen that I that I genuinely like. I think is really fun. I, you know exactly which one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and but that's not going to be for a while. And then there's a late season one, like towards the end, that I've heard is crazy, and the plot to it like looks ridiculous. But I've never seen it, so I don't know how it actually is. But I think there is thing, there are things to look forward to. But it's only when the show gets ridiculous, and I think it just doesn't get ridiculous enough most of yeah. the time. It's it's yeah. it's being too straightforward. And I we talked about why we think that is. I totally get it, but it's just not. It's not working. It's not working. Mm-mm snooze fast but this one's fine (laughs) yeah yeah well hey if you believe in us more than we believe in this show (laughs) which doesn't take much uh support us on patreon you know we're we're we have consistent themes and i feel like we're paced quite well (laughs) uh so check us out check out our patreon um it's the best way to say hey thanks we really like what you're doing uh, and we want you to keep doing it. Patreon.com slash Walloping Web Snappers. Our tiers start at just $1. Um, and $1 a month uh, gets you access to the vast majority of content over there, which includes comics stuff, other TV show stuff, uh, and just some random stuff here and there. And I think it's like 100 episodes of additional stuff. So check that out. Also, check out our Discord. There should be a link in the show notes. Um, but if you don't see it, just let us know. If you'd like to find me and Derek individually, you can do so all over the place. Derek, where can people find you and the stuff you're working on? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Derek B. Gale. You can also find my podcast, Gimmicks, which looks at the high-concept, experimental, structure-breaking, gimmicky episodes of television. And you can find it anywhere you get your podcasts. It's also on Instagram and Twitter at GimmicksPod. What about you, Doug? Before I say that, I just want to say, Derek, I still haven't yeah. gotten used to the blurb for Gimmicks. Like, I know it, but in my head, I'm still always ready to, like, say along looks at bad or dismissive media from a positive lens. Like it's still okay, so I mean, I programmed into my brain. Long time. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I just think it every single time and I never actually say it. Anyway, if you'd like to find me, you can do so on Twitter at Ikibuli, I-C-K-Y-B-O-O-L-E-Y. You can also listen to me on another podcast here on the 4-Eyed Radio Network called Victory Road. It's a Pokemon podcast. Um, we are ramping up very quickly towards a new entry in the Pokemon series. So uh, check us out over there for all of our Scarlet and Violet pre-game coverage and eventually game coverage. And if you like books and video games, you can listen to me on a podcast called Novel Gaming that I do with my friends Katie and Vicky, where we catch up on all the media we have been consuming lately. If you would like more from Derek and me, but not necessarily Spider-Man stuff, you can check out our monthly podcast, Falling with Style, in ongoing picks our movie marathon where we watch every pixar film chronologically our episode on luca is out now wherever you get your podcasts visit us on our website at wallopingwebsnappers.com for a full archive of all of our episodes including those falling with style episodes as well as an archive of all of the faces of the episode so you can get that blueprint for your jack-o'-lantern uh, based on mysterio's hollow head full of ladies 
Um, and follow <laughs> Walloping Web Snappers on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Walloping Web Pod or email us at Walloping Web Snappers Podcast at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe on all podcast platforms because if you like what we're doing, somebody else will too, and they just haven't found us yet. And those ratings and reviews make us much easier to find. Next week, Dr. Doom goes after the UN yet again? Who could have predicted? In the episode, The Doctor Prescribes Doom. It's worse than this one. Bye. It's bad. (laughs) 